listening to Review and Preview on Facebook Live. Good evening and welcome to Review and Preview, folks. I'm your host, Tom Scavetta. Join alongside James Montefusco, Fonz DeFalco, and Kyle Russo. If you want to watch our live show tonight, you can join us on our Facebook live stream right here at Review and Preview LIU. Follow us on Instagram at Review and Preview and Twitter. You can subscribe and like our podcast on anchor.fm slash review and preview and you could also subscribe to us on the podcasting app on your iphone uh quick rundown of what we're gonna go through tonight we are going to rank our nba all-time top 10 players and we are going to have the review and preview trivia championship between myself uh tom the takeover scavetta and kyle (laughs) the wrecker russo on that note kyle russo happy birthday Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, during quarantine, got to have a little party in my own room. (laughs) Got my balloon right now. Got my lights going. It's a party here, Review and Preview, boys. I really like what you got right now with uh, you got the lights in the background and uh, the balloon, like you just said. Um, Yeah. And fun fact, Kyle Russo's birthday is not the only thing. We're celebrating tonight. Fonz, do you know what else is tonight? Oh, geez. I, I actually have no idea what is going on. No, I'm just kidding. It's our first, well, at least it's our first broadcast on the full version of StreamYard. Look at this. Look at it. We got official, we got official branding here, guys. Look, you can get our, our logos up there in the corner. How beautiful is that? You are correct with that, but you are not correct. Uh, tonight, oh. <laughs> you have, as of tonight, you have officially been on Review and Preview for one oh. year. Congratulations. Oh, that, wait, really? That, yeah. that yeah. I did not know that. I thought it was like 10 months. Wow. Well, no. no. Been a good year. I apologize for that. Then I should have maybe realized that it's been a year. The time flies when you're having fun here talking to you guys, talking some uh, some sports. Fonz joined Review and Preview June 14th, 2019. So pretty much a, a, year, a year ago tonight on that Friday that we had the show. So should have kept, <laughs> kept more. I apologize. Now. I'm just excited that we got the full version here. Look, you got the background and everything. But go ahead. I'm just excited about that. So. You guys can see on the ticker. You can give us a follow on all our social media platforms. If you look in our description tonight, uh, we will also have a fan vote after we reveal our NBA all-time top 10 rankings. Really looking forward to that. James, welcome to the show as well. Thank you for uh, getting all this production work ready for us. And without uh, further ado, shall we get started? I'm excited. Also, oh. quick quick, uh, quick shout-out. I want to shout-out JDF Sports uh, last night. I know, Funds, you did the Transfer Portal podcast with Alec yes. Walt. And uh, you guys were giving away an ice shaker. You guys uh, did a good job holding that till the end of the show, as you got right there. And there was a question brought out to the fans, and I actually won the ice shaker. So uh, yes. thank, thank you guys so much. I uh, actually got myself an ice, ice shaker last night watching that uh, Transfer Portal podcast. So shout out JDF Sports. And I believe you do four corners now on Saturdays. Yeah, uh, Mike bi- Santo. We- yeah, bi-weekly four corners. We talk about the world of wrestling on top of talking college football and basketball every Thursday. So, yeah, congrats, Tom. I'm winning. You, listen, I'm an advocate for the ice shaker. You're, you're going to love it. I re- you're really going to enjoy it. You got a, you got a JDF sticker on it, so I'm, I'm 
slightly jealous of you for that one. <laughs> uh, shout out Chris Gronkowski. Yes, that is the brother of the famous NFL tight end. Well, now unretired NFL tight end Rob Gronkowski, who I believe he is the CEO of the Ice Shaker. Uh, correct, Fonz? He uh, in yes. charge of that website? Yes, yes. Creator and everything, man behind all of the ice shaker. One of my best things I've purchased in recent years. Man behind all the operations. So, uh, guys, this is how it's going to work. Each of us now are going to reveal our NBA all-time top ten player rankings. Uh, since it is Kyle's birthday, we will start with him. At the end of the rankings, we'll obviously debate. We'll talk about him a little bit, and uh, Fonz will show a graphic for us. You guys can see after the four of us are done. Everybody will have an opportunity to vote in the comment section who they think had the best list. Uh, and voting will continue tomorrow. Uh, basically, what will happen is we will post a graphic tomorrow, um, and you guys can continue to vote on Facebook and Instagram by commenting. Voting will close tomorrow night at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. Sound good, everybody? Uh, okay. So, Kyle... Um, I'd like to start with you, and you will now reveal your NBA all-time top 10 player ranking list. So I'll show the graphic here, or do you want Russo to, to talk about it first? Because I got the uh, graphics all here. So what do you think? I mean, I think, Kyle, you can uh, list them down one at a time, and then we'll do the big uh, reveal the big, after. Yeah. Big reveal. Okay. Build some Sounds anticipation. Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. So number one, guys, number one, I had to go with MJ. That's a given. It's a We're given. Doing ten to one, ten to one, ten Kyle. To one. Backwards, oh, backwards. You just spoiled their number oh, one. Oh, come on! Come on. <laughs> I don't know about All right, that one. Number ten. Number ten. I got Timmy Duncan. Tim Duncan, uh, one of the best big man uh, stretch forwards of all time. Um, five-time NBA champion, uh, two-time MVP, I believe. Uh, one of the best big men to ever do it. Um, excellent player. Uh, score all around. Great defender. Let's move on to number nine. Number nine, I got Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. I actually was looking over my list, and I, I might have I might have thrown some shade at Shaq. I, I might have wanted to rank him a little higher than I did, but I'm okay with that, knowing that he's a big man. I think he's probably the most dominant big man of all time. I, I don't know if that's a discussion. Maybe, you know, you have Akeem in there. Maybe Carl Malone. But Shaq is my number one big man of all time uh, when it comes to defense. Absolute animal. three uh, Four-time NBA champion. Um Four time, no, you shaking your head? No, it's Bill, man, dude. Best big man defender of all time. It's Bill Russell. Oh, Bill, wow. Bill was Bill, only big six, Bill. Bill, I think is only six nine. I believe. I don't. I don't. He was. He was a big man from his era. I don't. I don't believe he was actually. But whatever. We'll move on. We'll move on. Number eight. Number eight. I have Larry Bird. Larry Bird, uh, probably one of the greatest scorers ever. Could hit a shot from anywhere without it. With ease, with ease. You know, if it wasn't for those early 80s errors where he was dominating back and forth with Magic and Kareem, you know, he'd probably have more rings. They, the Celtics would have added on to their already, I believe they have 17 NBA championships. They probably would have stacked onto that, onto that if it wasn't for Kareem and Magic in the 80s as well. Um, number seven, guys, uh, Fonz, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm going this off the top of my head. I believe I have Bill Russell at number seven. You are I correct, sir. I know what you guys are saying. That might be a little high. That might be a little high, but I think it's I think it's a suitable place for Bill Russell. Bill Russell, yes, eleven time NBA champion, one of the greatest to ever play the game. There's no doubt. 
but he played in an era where he was one of the biggest players in the league, and that's why he was so dominant. Also, this is a fun fact as well. I actually looked this up while making uh, our graphics, guys. Bill Russell, his last two NBA championships that he won, it's according, according to what I read, he was also the coach of the team at the same time that he won the NBA championship. Two times. His last two times winning the championship, he was also the coach of the Celtics. Number six, guys, I have Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, one of the greatest scorers of all time, uh, doesn't have the rings, doesn't have the rings necessarily. I believe he has two NBA championships, uh, or I could be mistaken. I was it one or two Fonz. For uh, for for Wilt, you said yeah. for Wilt, uh, two championships, two championships, um, one with the Lakers, I believe, and one with the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, no, one with the Golden State Warriors at the San Francisco Warriors at the time. Uh, being uh, one of the greatest scorers of all time, no doubt. Uh, have him up there at number six on my list. Number five on my list, I have Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, one of the greatest Lakers of all time. He's up there, top three, no doubt. Uh, I don't have him at number one, though. Uh, I think that leading into my next guy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at number four. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all-time leading scorer, NBA champion, uh, Lou Alcindor won a championship with the Milwaukee Bucks early on in his career. I believe he spent six years there or so. He was drafted by them out of UCLA and then came over to the Lakers, and they just absolutely dominated. He was winning MVPs. They were winning rings uh, along with Magic in the 80s and the early 70s as well. And then number oh. three, Kobe Bean Bryant. Oof, Kobe, Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Kobe I, Bryant. I, listen, I think, he, I think there's an argument to be made that he could be the greatest Laker of all time. He doesn't tear his Achilles when he does. He had some supporting cast throughout the late and even uh, late 2000s, even early 2010s. If he had a little support, obviously they won the championship in 2009 and 2010. I believe those were the years. But after that, we all know what happened. His career sloped. He tore his Achilles. You know, after Shaq left, he didn't have the necessary uh, necessary, uh, supporting cast that would be necessary. I mean, we saw the what he won the championships with in 2009, 2010, you know, it was basically just Pau Gasol and maybe the third best player on that team was Derek Fisher, but he basically carried those teams to a championship. And I think I value in my personal opinion, those championships more. And I think there's an argument to be made that those championships are what really solidified Kobe Bryant as one of the greatest Lakers of all time. Obviously the three rings, but you know, people give not the right amount of credit to Kobe and give more credit to Shaq. Um, But that's just my personal opinion. Number two, LeBron James. LeBron James, I think, is almost a carbon copy or one of the closest things that we've ever seen to Michael Jordan. Um, One of the greatest players of all time, like a fine wine. Aging, put no lack of progression whatsoever with his NBA career. I believe he leads the league in assists right now, just showing what a dominant force in which he could still be at the age of 34 years old in the NBA. Guys, he's been doing this since he was 18 years old, back with the Cleveland Cavaliers back in 2003. Uh, just an excellent dominant player, three-time NBA champion. I get it, the losses in the NBA Finals. Uh, he just didn't have the supporting cast. He, he fell into he, he he fell into a bad era. You know, obviously going up against those dynasty warriors. Uh, you know, there was there was arguments that LeBron James was probably one of the only players they could have fought up against that uh, in this time period, not earlier time periods. But we obviously know he's I believe he's three and seven. I want to say in in the NBA Finals, which isn't a great record. But individual stats and performance-wise, LeBron James, I think, is the second greatest player of all time. Behind, number one, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, 
if he didn't retire to go play baseball, those two rings won by the Houston Rockets back to back, 94 and 95, I believe. Uh, those wouldn't have been won by the Rockets. Michael Jordan and those Bulls, they would have won eight straight NBA finals. It would have happened. It would have happened. They were just one of the most dominant forces of all time, uh, wrapped around a coach in Phil Jackson, uh, Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, Dennis Rod, adding, adding the worm Dennis Rodman to an already elite team. Uh, Michael Jordan, six time, uh, five time NBA, uh, five time NBA MVP, I believe, six time NBA champion, six time uh, NBA finals MVP. Greatest player of all time, hands down. There's no argument at this point. And that's my list, guys. That's my list. So now Fonz will reveal Kyle's list. Here it is. Right. Well, here's right here. That's that one on the bottom. A little bit of a ticker there, too. But here it is. Boom. Right there. As we take away this here. How beautiful is that? We, we Kyle, for a few seconds because we definitely got to talk about it. Yeah, we got it. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I mean, hmm. Where do, where do we start here? Where, where, where do we start on this list, Tom? Where do we start? Well, you know, I think uh, Michael Jordan, obviously, is a lock at number one. Uh, you know, I respect LeBron and Kobe at two and three. Uh, but my biggest problem is the gap between Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, because these two were basically changed the game of the NBA. If you're, if you're going to put Magic at five, you've got to have Larry at six. That's just that that's just how it goes. Those two pretty much, there wasn't much of a difference between the two of them. Magic was a huge uh, player who can play all different positions. Uh, definitely an arguable top five player, definitely an arguable top three player in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think Larry Bird is a little too low considering where he has magic. I like Shaq and uh, the big fundamental Tim Duncan at nine and 10. I think that's a pretty good range to have those guys. My only really, uh, you know, our argument is uh, the gap between Magic and Bird. You're right. The gap should have been a little smaller. There's no doubt. The reason why I favored Magic, obviously, over Bird was just because Magic wanted up coming out victorious more uh, than Larry did during this during the 80s. And that's why I ranked him ahead. Um, but it got a little tough. I'll admit it got a little tough when it came to uh, finding a place for for Bill and will and not making not disrespecting in any way guys like Larry, uh, Tim Duncan, and, and Shaquille O'Neal. Because like I said earlier, I think Shaq could have been moved up a little higher on my list. I think he's the greatest big man of all time. That's my personal opinion. Uh, I just, I in my personal opinion, I don't think we've ever seen a dominant force like that, and I don't really think we're ever going to see something like that again. As far as I'm concerned, we haven't for the last ten years. Yeah. So, but. I, I think it's a decent list. I, I agree. I think we, uh, yep. Tom McNamara, Shaq couldn't hit a foul shot. He's top twenty, not top ten. That's a, that's some shade. Right I don't there. think. I don't think. I don't think he's Whoa. top. 20. There's no way. I mean, he's no. He's top. He's he he's is. Top he's top ten. There's no way. I mean, that guy was trend. I mean, that guy was a difference maker. I mean, a big, athletic, powerful center. I mean, yeah, he couldn't hit a free throw. That's fine, but he can do literally just about anything else. And you, I mean, given he can take away, listen, well, missing free throws is important, yes. But I mean, look at everything else he's been able to do. I'm gonna not maybe defend Tommy Mac, but I, I'm gonna see where he's coming from here too, because you have to remember something. Shaq also wasn't very durable. It was very rare that Shaq could play even 60 games in a, in a season. The guy was just always getting hurt because of how big and physical that he was. Uh, 
Uh, I don't, I, he's definitely a top 10 player. I think all time, like, I think you can make an argument of dropping him down to maybe like 12 or 13, depending on like the way you look at things, but, uh, definitely not, uh, you know, de- definitely not anywhere past that. Fonz, get that comment up by Tommy Mack. Did he do anything but dunk Tommy? That block shots rebounded. Oh, they literally yeah. made like literally, Oh my God. Be a fourth uh, in which no point. That was that was a centers back in the day. You didn't you didn't need centers to do that back in the day. You didn't need him to hit an outside shot. Did you you see what Jack did and, and with the Lakers and the Magic? I mean, they, I mean not the Suns and the Heat, but I mean, did you see what he did in the two thousands? Magic also, you know, for a guy who you know as good as he was, he had his pretty much prime with the Lakers. Obviously, he was still good with Miami, but then when. Uh, he moved on to Cleveland and then, you know, closing out his career, his play definitely declined a little bit, but I still think he's worthy of a top 10, top 12 position in this league. Uh, maybe Tommy by top 12, are you saying like top 15 or are you saying past 15? Cause I, I think there's a big difference in that ladder. Um, it really depends. Cause you also got to talk about guys like Carl Malone, Jerry West, Hakeem, Olajuwon, those guys. So I, was, I think those are the next three, uh, obviously, because, you know, the NBA logo is basically Jerry West's face. So, of course, he has to be up there as well. Uh, um, but, yeah, no, I can, I can see where Tommy's coming from. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I definitely think there's an argument. I definitely think there's an argument. But I, I, li- I like your list overall, Kyle. I, a couple surprises, but overall, very good. I give it a nice uh, 8.5 out of 10. How nice is that? Not, how, how nice? How nice of you, Tom, on that one? I had, had to be a little. I had to be a little nice. I'm competing against them later, so I appreciate oh, it. Stay tuned for that, everybody. That's going to be a, that is going to be a lot of fun. Me and James got a lot of questions That's for that. battle. Who would like to go next? Uh, you know what? Since I'm, I mean, I'll go next. I'm kind of working on the banner for mine, so I'll go with my here. top ten. Uh, let's see here. Let's get one more here. Uh, definitely outside top ten. As Tom McNamara said. All right, so I'll put my. Actual graphic up after. I'll just explain it here. All right. My top 10 NBA players of all time. Number 10, I put Larry Bird. I'm ready for Tom to not like the fact that I have Larry Bird that, that low. He's talking about my gap. <laughs> my Listen, gap all right. Just the talent of what's been – I mean, it's just different. I'm competing. It's the errors is hard now because a lot of these guys could be a lot higher because of what they did, but just the era and who they were competing with back in the day. Larry Bird, obviously, no doubt, one of the best shooters I – I mean – a lot of people have ever seen, but he's number 10 on my list. Number nine, Tim Duncan stayed with the Spurs his whole entire career, literally changed that franchise to even when he's now he's no longer with the team as he's an assistant coach. But I mean, he's made them, they haven't missed the playoffs ever. I believe the last time they missed it was the year before they drafted him and they did with the number one pick. They got Duncan five time NBA champion, three time and uh, finals MVP, two time NBA regular season MVP. What he didn't talk a lot. He kind of kept to his own, but he was one of the, I mean, fundamentals. This guy was a very good NBA player. Number eight, I know he scored 100 points in one game. I know he led the league in rebounds for a a long time, but early on. But I like Will Chamberlain a lot. I think it's just the fact of the era that he played in. It's going – he goes down a lot lower on my list now compared to the other guys who have been playing more recently, more up here. But there's no doubt that Will did change the game back in the day. Number seven, I put Magic Johnson, five-time NBA champion, one of the greatest Lakers. I mean – compared to the other ones on this list too again great player i mean just 
what happened um, when he had when he tested positive for the HIV? We didn't get to see fully what he was able to do. Obviously, he'd come back for a little bit, but we cannot re- forget that early on he was going to be one of the fastest rising stars in the NBA. Number six, I know this is going to be difficult. I don't controversial, but I have Shaq at six. Like I said, when he, he changed the game for the center spot, one of the best pure big men. No, yeah, no outside shot, but in that era, you did not need one. If you had a solid guards surrounding him, he would have been fine. Cool. Cool. He didn't hit a free throw. That's okay. But that guy literally was like seven, two, two. So he was a the yeah. diesel, the yeah. diesel. This guy, guy was electric. The durability could be questions, but when he was on the court, you knew that was a presence there. Number five, I did have to put Bill Russell in there. I mean, when you have an 11 NBA championship rings, despite the area he played in, he definitely gets not here in my top five. Uh, number four, the guy who leads all the NBA in scoring, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, six-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, six-time NBA MVP. And I think this is the record for most all-star appearances with 19. Here's my top three now. Number three, Kobe Bryant. It's really weird looking at it now. I forgot that he only won one MVP. I thought he won more than one league league MVP, not the finals MVP. In 2006, remember he averaged 31 points a game, and Steve Nash won it over him when Steve Nash only averaged 16. Yeah, and the, I, I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, he only won one MVP, but Steve Nash has two. No disrespect to Steve Nash, but Kobe Bryant, I mean, that – Guy was incredible. I mean, really, I mean, with the torn Achilles and later on in his career, he still was competitive every single night, five-time NBA champion, one-time MVP, which is weird, and 18-time All-Star. Number two, I was flip-flopping between Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, but I put LeBron James ahead of him at number two. Uh, He does everything all over the court, and even at age 35, he's still playing at a high level. He's an MVP candidate now, as opposed to Kobe Bryant. When he was 35, it was kind of on the decline. You saw it a lot. LeBron, there's no decline whatsoever which is which is incredible to me and number one i think we all agree on this one jordan jordan changed the game of basketball in the 90s six-time nba champion six-time finals mvp personally i think he has eight rings because uh you know he shouldn't take off those two years two years in uh for baseball so in my record book he has eight rings and eight finals mvps but i guess that doesn't really count here but change the game for basketball on the court and off the court especially you know yeah look at that too what is jordan brand because people still wear it today so that rounds out my top 10 I'll show it up here now. I'm going to go through it here. This is my top 10. Just to double check here, I'll get rid of Russo's banner here on the bottom. But that is my top 10. Fellas, what do you think? What did I get wrong? What did I get right? I like the list a lot. I like the list a lot. The only thing is, again, I probably I probably would have just flipped Shaq and Magic, only because Magic spent like the entire his entire NBA career with the Lakers. He, he was able to beat Larry up dominate the 80s an entire era whereas Shaq necessarily he had those years in the early 2000s he he didn't win any championships in the 90s but that was when he was ascending with Kobe Bryant he won in 06 with Miami but then that was about it I mean you could argue the Orlando days but he really wasn't able to accomplish much based on the supporting cast in which he had outside of Penny Hardaway but that would probably be my only thing I'd probably just flip Shaq and Magic but otherwise good list Thank you. Appreciate it. So we got we got a lot, we had a lot of similarities in our in our list there. I still think um, Kobe is too high. I think Kobe is too high. I don't think he's a top three all time player. Uh, I think there's a lot. I value defense a lot, and I think there's a lot of uh, better defenders on that list. Uh, I kind of like to look at the whole package, not just the scoring. Uh, I understand he won five rings, but I you know I don't. 
uh, especially Kurt Kareem and Bill below Kobe. I just I, I, I look at the that, era that, too. That's my only in. thing, Funs. That's that's my only thing. Look and at I, the eras they played, and I factored that in. Look who Kobe went up against compared to guys like Abdul Jabbar and Bill Russell. Where you know, even with Bill Russell, no respect to him, but a lot of people he played against really they weren't full-time NBA or like legit players compared to that's also could be the knock for a little bit here too. Otherwise he'd be a lot higher, but just look at the competition Kobe played compared to guys like Bill Russell and Abdul Jabbar. To be fair though, the game also has a lot, had a lot more competitive big men back then than guards. Uh, That's just the way it was because there wasn't necessarily a three point line, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, especially the, at the beginning of Kareem and uh, Will, you know, that's just, that's what I factored in to my list. I put a lot more bigs before guards. Um, that's, that's fair. That's a fair, that's a fair one there too. It's just, you know, you value different things when making a list. Yeah. Things stick out to you more. Like who really was the best, you know, defender here? Who was the best scorer? Who was the best winner overall? But um, at this time, uh, James, you were next. So my top 10, uh, 10 on down. I'm not going to make the mistake Russo did. It happens. happens. (laughs) I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Uh, 10 is Tim Duncan. Um, I figured I'd just just name them all down since we pretty much covered most of them by now. Uh, 10 is Tim Duncan. Uh, 9 is Shaquille O'Neal. I was bouncing in between them, but Shaq, uh, like we said, it was the big man at the time. Um, eight is Larry Bird. Um, nine, uh, eight is Larry Bird. Seven is Kobe Bryant. Yes, far, further down than a lot of you guys. Um, six is Walt Chamberlain. Five, Bill Russell. Four, Magic Johnson. Three, I think you guys would be surprised on this one, LeBron James. Two, Kareem Abdul Jabbar and one Michael Jordan. Not bad. Not bad. Here is uh here is James's uh official top ten here in the beautiful purple here for you folks watching here. Nice. So yeah, this list actually um is probably the closest one to mine. Uh but yeah, I really like the list, James. Uh I think you put Kobe in a really good spot. Um, Shaq and Duncan are in a good spot. Larry Bird is in a good spot. Um, Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain's in a good spot as well. Um, yeah, I definitely like your list. I actually have no arguments with your list. Oh, come on. Come on now. We're going to make it, we'll make it here a little bit ticker to scroll down at the bottom here. There's, there's a few things. There's, there's a few things. All right, well, go ahead. Russo, have at it. Let's go. Let's, let's see what you got. Come on. Well, first off, if you were going to put anybody in front of LeBron and Kobe, it would be Kareem. And that's completely understandable. I think the reason why I have LeBron so high on my list is because one of the biggest factors with Kareem, aside from the championships and the MVPs, is that he's the all-time leading scorer. But the thing is, you know, you do the math a little bit. I think LeBron James, in my personal opinion, has the best opportunity to pass that and become the all-time leading scorer in the entire NBA. See, Russo, you say past that. He hit all everybody in this in our list, or at least mine, they're all done. They're no longer really playing. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why so, I have LeBron so high. That's why I have LeBron so high. But he's good at three. He's good at three. 
And my only other argument, it would have to be, it has to be Kobe. It would have to be Kobe. You got to keep him within that Laker group because he's right there. I don't think you can separate him from Kareem that far off. And I don't think mm-hmm. you can separate him from Magic that far off. But um, again, you know what it is, guys? It's that Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain spot that gets a little difficult to, to put in some of the more modern day era type of basketball players to fit those guys in as well. But it's a good list. It's a good list. I like it. Um, I know I personally get made fun of a lot because, you know, some sometimes, you know, I I make my list and I act like there's a lot of seniority on that list. Like it's the 90s, early 2000s, you know, but that's 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 my way of looking at things. And I think James resembled that a lot. And that's why I kind of like his list the best so far out of all. Of them. But I think all, all three of you guys did a fantastic job putting it together. And, um, yeah, do you guys, would you guys like to hear mine? Tom, I'd be absolutely honored to hear your top 10 NBA players, the host of Review and Preview. So, number 10, I picked Shaq. Why is Shaq this low? Shaq, Shaq, Shaq played for six different teams. Um, Shaq averaged a double-double throughout the whole course of his career. He's a four-time NBA champion. Three-time Finals MVP, 15-time All-Star, and he won the MVP with the Lakers uh, the 1999-2000 season. Um, I have him this low for a lot of the reasons that Tommy brought up. I can't value somebody that had a significant flaw in their game their entire career and couldn't fix it. The best of the best overcome those. Um, But the real reason for me putting him this low is because the flip-flopping of teams and, you know, I just think there's nine players that are better all time. Uh, Number nine, the big fundamental, Tim Duncan, five-time NBA champion. And fun fact, this guy had over a 1,000 career wins, 1,001 career victories. That is the most for any player with one team in NBA history. More than Dirk Nowitzki had with the Mavericks, more than Larry Bird had with the Celtics, and Tim Duncan – the three-time NBA Finals MVP, the same amount as Shaq, and a two-time NBA MVP, one more than Shaq. Uh, just a little fun fact. Kobe Bryant, for me, is number eight. He is number eight. Uh, played all 20 years with the Lakers. Love Kobe Bryant. Five-time NBA champion. 60 points in his last NBA game. My thing is, he only won the MVP once. I understand the competition is a lot more fearsome this time. Uh, in in his couple of decades that he played. But for me, I think there's seven players better uh, all-time, all-around players than Kobe Bryant. Is Kobe Bryant the eighth most skilled player in NBA history? No. But when we're thinking all-time, I'm looking at the full picture. I'm not just looking at scoring. I'm looking at who plays the most defense, who gets the most rebounds, who wins the most championships. It, it's, for me, it's, I, I think Kobe definitely fulfilled a lot of those areas. But I, I, th- I think there's seven players better, and I'll explain why. Uh, number seven for me is Larry Bird. Larry Bird, for a guy his size, had 10 rebounds, averaged 10 rebounds per game throughout the course of his entire career. From a small forward position, that's unheard of. Uh, him and Magic revitalized this league, guys. This Lakers-Celtics rivalry in the 80s. Larry Bird's a three-time NBA champion, appeared in five NBA finals, and... Why is Larry Bird number seven for me? He won the league MVP in three consecutive seasons. Only a feat that two other players have been able to accomplish. Uh, 
That's just my opinion. I think Larry Bird to win that league MVP three seasons in a row is why he's higher for me than most. Number six is Magic Johnson. I had to pair Larry Bird with Magic Johnson back to back. The tallest point guard in league history at 6'9". 19 and a half points a game and over 11 assists. Again, these were the Showtime Lakers guys. uh, Took them to nine finals. Nine. NBA Finals, five-time NBA champion, and a three-time NBA MVP. I definitely think Magic Johnson has an argument to be four or five on my list, but I put him at six. Number five, I put Will Chamberlain. Um, I don't care who you're playing against at what era it's in. You're playing against who you're playing against. And when you watch the film at Wilt Chamberlain, again, look, it's not just the 100-point game, but uh, winning an NBA championship with two different teams, a four-time NBA MVP, and a guy who averaged over 50 points a game for an entire season. That is nearly impossible to do, and that's why he cracked my top five and not a guy like Magic or Kobe Bryant. Uh, He played for the Philadelphia Warriors, the San Francisco Warriors, and the Lakers. And again, for a guy who averaged nearly 23 rebounds a game and 30 points throughout the whole course of his career, it's hard for me personally with the way I look at things to leave him out of my top five. Number four, I have LeBron James. Well, the first question everybody might be asking themselves right now is why do I have LeBron James this low? My reasoning for having LeBron James this low is because, number one, he's still playing. His career is not over yet. You don't know how it's going to end. He played for the Cavs, Heat, and now the Lakers. I think LeBron's career is more of a movie uh, than anything. Four-time NBA MVP, yes, but his finals record, uh, I believe LeBron James, if I'm not mistaken, hasn't he lost six or seven NBA finals at this point? Uh, That's not good. That's not good. I I understand the teams that he had uh, definitely affected that record. But to be fair, the best of the best come out on top. And for me, uh, again, championships are heavily valued here. I think his personal accomplishments kind of overcome that. But that's sort of the reason why he slid down the level from four to a two or a three for me. The fact that his record in the NBA Finals is not as good. And uh, I also don't think I also don't think he's better than um, these next two players that I have. Uh, number three, all, all around. Uh, my paper keeps flying here, guys. A lot of wind here. Um, <laughs> I have the fan on in my room. Number three, I have Bill Russell. Bill Russell was the greatest winner in NBA history. The greatest winner in NBA history. It's not just about talent. It's about winning. And that's what makes you one of the best all-time players. 11 NBA titles in 13 years. How many players can say that they've done that? Zero. He was a defensive juggernaut, a five-time NBA MVP, and... I think that speaks volumes to the type of player that he was. A guy who was drafted by the St. Louis Hawks, averaged 22 and a half rebounds a game throughout the course of his career. Uh, you know, that's something I really value, guys. The NBA championships and the defense as well. Nobody could score on this man. Nobody could yeah. score on him. And, you know, it might be crazy to say, well, why do you have a guy averaging 15 points a game throughout the course of his career, number three on your all-time list? That's not all like I'm looking at. I'm looking at like the full package, who I think is the best of the best when it comes to a full package player. It doesn't always necessarily include scoring. Number two, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Played for the Bucks and the Lakers. Six-time NBA champion, six-time NBA MVP, and as Fonz mentioned earlier, 19-time NBA All-Star. 
most points in NBA history. And what is Kareem best known for? His unstoppable sky hook that he just couldn't miss. True, uh, true. I, and again, you know, repping the Milwaukee Bucks, of course, even though majority of his career was with the Lakers. Number one, Michael Jordan. There's no other way to put this. Michael Jordan's the best player in NBA history. I know I'm a 90s kid, Fonz and James. I know you guys are too. We grew up with Michael Jordan winning. That's pretty much what we witnessed, or at least when we were born in our early years. Six-time NBA Finals MVP. To win the NBA Finals MVP in all six um, NBA Finals that you won is just insane, especially when you have a guy like Scottie Pippen. And uh, the two three-peats in the 90s, too, I think were big, winning six in the 90s. Shout out John Suggs, feeling the lights, Kyle. He likes your lights. Keep them. Yeah. Guys, also, I think Jordan really is the face of this sport all time. A brilliant talent and a winning demeanor. A lot of people feared this guy. And a fun fact about him, I know a lot of people nowadays know this. He was actually cut from his high school basketball team in 10th grade. Uh, this guy was cut and there really is no, there, there really is no other way to put it when you, the way to success is through failure. And I I think Michael Jordan really demonstrates the road of being the best of the best. And there's no other player better of all time. That's, that's my, that's my top 10. So yes, we'll show it on the screen. We'll have all the fans take a look at it. And then you guys can, you guys can tear me up. Uh, one, uh, Kobe's way too low. Um, I think that's my main thing. My main, my main takeaway. Uh, I think just because LeBron, he's been consistent since 2003, hasn't really lost a step as compared to the other guys, which is natural with father time. You got to put him up there a, a lot higher. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I think we both had, we both had Tim Duncan at number nine. Uh, so that's, I mean, other than that, I mean, solid list. I can see your arguments for all of them. I just think that LeBron should be pushed up a little bit, much like with Kobe Bryant. What do you guys think? You know, uh, same thing. I think we all said the same thing a lot is the positioning of Kobe Bryant and where he ranks. I think he's too low on that list at number eight. My main thing is I love Bill Russell. Bill Russell is one of the greatest players of all time, there's no doubt. But he cannot be number three. All time. He, I get it, the winning. I get it, the winning, but it's yeah. not the era. He didn't even play. He played up until 1969, I believe the year was. He didn't play when basketball was forming into the shape in which it is. They didn't have a three-point line, I don't think, at that point. Or they were in the process of adding it, I don't think. I don't, Or something along the lines like that. And I believe he only finished his career off with less than 15,000 points. I get it. Not points, not everything. Defense, rebounding, assist blocks. I get it. I, I can't have him ahead of guys like LeBron, Kobe, I, even, even Magic, you know, in which he completely dominated an entire decade. I get it. Bill did the same thing, but it was a decade in which there was nowhere near the amount of competition in which these other guys faced throughout the 80s and the 90s, even the early 2000s. It, I just can't have Bill that high. But otherwise, otherwise, pretty much agree upon where Wilt is. Uh, Tim Duncan and Shaq, I get it. They could be flipped. Larry Bird and Magic, they're good. But, but Bill, I think he's just way too high. Tommy Mack actually made a comment. Uh, he thinks Wilt is too low on all of our lists. And to yeah. be quite and to be quite honest, I believe I might have had Wilt the highest at five. I'm going to be honest, guys. My opinion, LeBron James is not the second best player of all time. Uh, you guys know Kanan, who works at Hoop Group, a lot of the top recruits and stuff. Uh, and he actually agrees with me. LeBron is not two, and he's not three. We personally think he's four. 
Uh, we don't like the way he handles himself at times. Um, it's just uh, he's not. Again, I got, I could see your argument about Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, he could definitely be considered to be a little higher. Maybe I had him a little too low. But I'm going to stand firm on that LeBron statement. I think he's number four. I think he's no higher than four. Uh, maybe three should be different from Bill Russell, but I don't think LeBron is any higher than four. I think this is. I think John Sugg was talking about. Uh, we were talking just about LeBron. So imagine him on the Bucks. You wouldn't hardly hear about him. No, that's completely. That's a completely incorrect statement. I mean, he literally he was on a lower team than the Bucks in Cleveland for the first. Yeah, he was from Cleveland. That's the thing. Seven, eight years of his career, and he managed to bring that team to an NBA Finals with a lineup of nobodies. I drew Good and Larry Hughes and Drew Gaskis and Eric Snow. That was the lineup. On top of the fact, he single-handedly came back to the Cavaliers after coming from Miami. And you got to remember, the Cleveland Cavaliers, yes, they had Kyrie Irving and Tristan Thompson when he got there. But this was a team that was consecutively picking within the top five every single year that Kyrie Irving was there, every single year that Tristan Thompson was there. And I love Kevin Love as much as everybody else, but that's not the reason why you jump from one of the worst teams in the league to an NBA Finals appearing team. Even without Kevin Love and Kyrie in that first NBA Finals, people were still giving LeBron the factor in, in the sense that they could still win and beat the Warriors. And I believe they did force a game six in that series without Kyrie and without Kevin Love. I I completely disagree with that statement. No, LeBron had some of the worst situations ever in those first seven years in Cleveland, eight years in Cleveland, and he shined every single year. He was winning MVPs. He brought them to NBA Finals. I think that's a completely incorrect statement. I disagree. I disagree. I look. LeBron didn't win an NBA Finals till, quite frankly, what was it, 2012 with the Miami Heat, where he had to recruit. Shane Battier, Mike Miller, guys with championship experience. We, we've we seen it. LeBron can't do it by himself. I understand he's very tough to take down, and he's consistently been there, but he's been unable to get over that hump. And I just think that he – I think, quite honestly, he's firm at number four for me, and I think he's firm at number four for a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people out there who – and look, Kyle, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it's we value different things. It's it's an opinion. It's not like you're right and I'm wrong. It's just I personally think LeBron is number four. I think when we talk about help, when we when we talk about help, everybody needed help. Yes, MJ was is the goat, but he, he even said it himself. You know, you listen to the the Last Dance documentary. He says single handedly, "I don't win those championships without Scotty." So does Kobe become the player that he was right. if he didn't have Shaq in those early 2000 era? You're not wrong. This might even win championships after the Milwaukee Bucks era without magic in the eighties. My counter, have- my counter argument to you is that a lot of these guys didn't have losing reputations in the NBA finals. LeBron lost to a team in 2011 that featured Dirk Nowitzki, Sean Marion, Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, old guys on the back end of their That's career. Fine. And they still lost. I can't say, Oh, you know, I'm going to put him at number two because of that. But uh, I respect it. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, look, I, it's hard. I wish we had Kanan on the show right now for some backup on this. But <laughs> you you guys know Kanan, how he gets very intense out there. But um, Fonz and James, I believe um, we're going to have a vote on this, and we're going to reveal some of the lists in the comment section. 
Yes. So, um, Tom, uh, Fonz did a great job with typing them all up for our banner section. What I will be doing over the next five to 10 minutes is copying and pasting, um, them all in our comment section. And then once they are all, uh, posted in our comment section, um, you guys are going to go and hit that like button and we are going to vote that way. See who gets the most amount of likes. Perfect. Also, Tommy McNamara, check Oscar Robertson's stats. Definitely top 10. What? In consideration also, but, I mean, you have got – I mean, it's just too – Tommy, let's, come on. Let, let's do this. Everybody name an honorable mention right now. Uh, you got to have – you got to have Carl in there. You got to have Kirk. Um, Kirk? Akeem. Kirk, yeah. Akeem. Akeem, definitely. I think Dirk is probably – Stockton, he leads the league in assists and steals of all time. Yeah, right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I love Dirk Nowitzki, but not before Hakeem, Jerry West, Carl Malone, Oscar. Well, Dirk and Oscar, I mean, look, you can make make an argument either way, but I am not putting Dirk before Jerry West, Hakeem. And um, it's fair. Um, From the world, I'm missing somebody. Stockton, too. I mean, look, Stockton played forever. Yeah, Stockton Stockton and Carl Malone both played for uh, the Utah Jazz Mm. under Jerry Sloan. I mean, look, Mm. it's – I'm going to tell you something. Utah became um, a team on the map because of those two guys and the coach. You know, if we did did a top 25, then after 10, I think it's going to be all over the place. Because we all have – our top 10s are all the same. If we ever did the top 25, we would have a lot of the same players, but they would be – all over the place, I think. And that would be maybe we'll save that for another time. Our Ben players from eleven to twenty-five. Let's uh you want to pin John Sugg's comment? Might as well have had Muggsy Bogues on oh, the Jesus. list. What do you guys oh, think about that? No, no, <laughs> I no, agree. no, so, Muggsy no okay. way. I, I and look, I'm gonna look at Oscar Robinson's stats, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't make a top ten based off of stats. You also have to watch film, you have to get the data and the analytics when you're making together a list. And he he, he put the stats right there and look, he, those are very those are very he, colorful stats. Charles Barkley, I just realized what about Charles Barkley. He averaged a, he averaged a triple double. That's great. But he also played the majority of his career with the Cincinnati Royals from the sixties to the seventies. And then only spent, I believe, four years with the Kings at the time. Uh, Bucks. Oh, the Bucks at the time. My bad. Because the Royals were the Kings. That's what yeah, it was. The Royals were the Kings. That's what it was. Also, Oscar Robinson's play significantly declined by the time he turned like 32, right? Uh, I, 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 and it declined bad to the point where the guy was only averaging like 12, 13 points a game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he really struggled uh, with speed too, keep keeping up. Uh, again, look, I mean, I think there's an argument for a lot of different guys on this list and we can sit here and make a whole show out of this. But uh, as you guys can see right now in the comment section, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, shout out Andrew Scarpacci joining the live stream. Carl Malone is his honorable what about, mention. What about Barkley? Charles Barkley. Yes. That's a top. would be a good Barkley. honorable. That's yeah. a top 15. That's a top 15. I don't anybody from the dream team because honestly you can – Philadelphia. I mean, Patrick Ewing, even though he did not have the title – I mean, he was the the guy for the New York Knicks. I'm just saying, not directly at number eleven, but if we go from to like honorable mentions from like eleven to twenties and around there, like Patrick Ewing, Clyde Drexler, definitely put him in the consideration. Scotty, yeah, Scotty, obviously that's one. Gary Payton, because I know Tom's big on defense. The glove, 
I know we didn't win a title until later on in his career with the Heat as more of a backup, but that guy put the Sonics on the map for a long time. Yeah, and I, I don't think the, the Sonics were very relevant before then. So I, I think that's definitely a strong argument as well. He couldn't win it. That's, uh, that's I, I agree. That's why I'm saying he's more of an honorable bench on the outside. But when he played, he was very – he was dominant. Yeah. Let's get Suggs back up here. He argues that Barkley couldn't win anything. True. He's right. He's right. He played for the Suns, uh, the Sixers, the Rockets, and he was never able to accomplish that one feat in which, you know, you see on NBA TNT every night, Shaq making fun of him for. Look at my <laughs> zero that you got on your finger. You know what? Yeah. I forgot about this one. David yeah. Robinson. The general. The general. I forgot about David Robinson. This is where it gets interesting. I'm telling you, Fast 10, it's really interesting on where we would put everybody. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, no, man. it is. Uh, Isaiah Thomas? Maybe. Mm. I'll go top 20, not top 15. Yeah. Tony Mack proposed uh, David Robinson. Yeah. Mm. Reggie Miller. Another. Reggie Miller, the three-point king. Yeah, that's also a consideration, too. Well, so, honestly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> John's kind of right. I mean, you, you could make the argument for a lot of different guys on this list. So, I don't know. It's definitely um, – it comes down to what you value. John, yeah, yeah we, and we just said John Stockton, you know, the all-time leading uh, assist player. So, I, look, and you, ha- you have to consider him. You have to consider uh, Jerry West, I think. There, there's no, there's no other way to put it. Um, Reggie Miller, don't get no love. One of the greatest shooters and scorers ever. I agree with you, John. Um, yeah. So James, I see all of our top tens are in this list. So let's explain yep. how this is going to work to all our viewers. So basically, when you vote, you can comment with the name of the person that you think had the best list. Cool. So at this time, you see myself. Kyle, Fonz, and James all have our lists. Um, if you want to like the message too, you can, but I would prefer if we can comment in the stream, look at the list. James inserted all the comments who you guys think had the best list, and then comment our name in the stream. Uh, we will also have a post of our graphics going up tomorrow on our Instagram and our Facebook's accounts, you will be able to vote there as well. So the voting will continue on there. Oh, voting will on, end. What happened? Scarpacci voted for Kyle. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Already. Um, <laughs> voting will end tomorrow at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Because um, we're in the daylight season now. So And then we'll, <laughs> we'll, announce, we'll announce the winner on Sunday. So Andrew Scarpacci votes for Kyle. Um, okay, so we, we have a vote in. Guys, keep voting. You have up until the end of our show, or you can watch our show and you can vote on the stream until tomorrow night. Well, and then serving. comment on social media as well. What's that? Julie Serving. John Tuggs is writing some names out here, too. Well, uh, Bill Irving, Russell, I had. Yeah. And yeah, Irving could be on there, too. I mean, not top 10, but in, like an honorable mention. So. Yeah. This was fun. This My, was a lot of fun. My honorable mention is going to have to be Hakeem. Yeah. Okay. I figured it. Jerry West is a close second because obviously the, the NBA logo is, you know, 
named after the guy. His, his face is there. So, mm-hmm. um, so it was pretty much, um, yeah. I mean, what about Bob Cousy for the St. Louis Hawks? Bob Cousy too. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a good point as well. Uh, I'm not, we're definitely, I'm not... we're getting very sporadic here. Fonz. We're getting very animated out there. Um, all right. So, uh, also shout out Jordan Spurgeon who just joined our live stream. Uh, Tommy, the Mac, McNamara is going to vote shortly. Um, <laughs> yeah, <there's no laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's, he's studying, he's studying on our list. I like it. I'm going to be honest with you guys back when Tommy Mac was a co-host, actually, he, uh, you know, he started before me on review and preview and every single show, pen and paper, pen and paper, he would write stuff down. He would write down takes that we have and he'd bring them up like months later. Like, wait, I don't remember saying this. Oh, no, he's got, he's going to remember us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm sure oh, wow. things I said. Wow. <laughs> well, hey, look, I, I'm not going to get rid of a jersey of a team that has never lost an NFC championship game in their franchise history oh, and is tied for the third most rings ever. So uh, the New York football giants are one of the uh, best franchises of all time. So I will not take off that jersey. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> second. I was a close second. I'll take it. Bonds is a close second for Andrew. There we go. I think Russo, we lost a little bit of Russo on technical difficulties. We'll figure it out. Russo, are you there? Can Paging Russo, you're up now in trivia. If you're not available, Tom's the automatic winner. <laughs> not, not a good birthday gift. Oh, we already lost. All right. You know, we're, we're going right. to bring him back here. We're going to bring him back here in a second. So we're we'll going to bring him back in. All right. So um, until then, actually, uh, we'll explain how trivia is going to work. So each scoring is worth one point. Fonz and James are going to ask me and Kyle the questions. We will have roughly around 30 to 45 seconds to answer each question. The question will appear and the answer choices will appear this week uh, on the ticker with the question bannered up. There will be a bonus question at the end of each topic of questions. We will start out with five general MLB questions plus one bonus. Then we'll have 10 general NFL questions plus one bonus. Then we will have 10 general NBA questions plus one bonus. Unless you guys want to flip-flop NFL, NBA, I don't care. I'm easy with that. So I think uh, we're doing NFL first and NBA is in the order, but I mean, we'll, yeah. figure, we'll go from there. We'll, we'll play a player as I'm trying are to get... We, uh, are we playing a little intro teaser to each segment, or are we... Uh, yes. So um, I I'm, do... James, yeah, James, explain as I'm trying to get Russo connecting yep. him back onto here. So, no problem. so since we'll be talking uh, MLB first, I got uh, Fox's old and new theme song up uh, for the MLB. Um, so we'll play that intro. Um, and then we'll do NH, NFL and then NBA. Uh, I'll find in it, the intros for that on a major broadcasting station. Um, and then also um, for the bonus questions, and if somebody's taking a little bit too long, um, the Jeopardy theme song will come out oh and be played as well. Yeah. Um, so we're hitting everybody with we're hitting you guys with a one-two punch. Uh, you viewers should enjoy this a lot, hearing all the different music coming out, and uh, you know, keeping it a little back. bit more interesting. Russo is back. I see. Oh you my. fixed it. Yeah, I don't know what was happening. You guys were talking like I wasn't here on my screen. It was showing me that I was in the broadcast and everything was fine. Well, I, our end was not showing up, but glad nope. you're back. Glad you're back. Because you would have had an automatic loss, Russo. Oh, I can't take that. Can't take it's it. Yeah. Well, that's, not a gift. that's not a good gift. Who wants that? 
Yeah, true. Point. So, true. Russo, I just want to recap for you since you weren't here. Um, so, when we do MLB, the theme song will be played from Fox. Nice. And I'll find for NFL and the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're taking too long on any question, uh, the Jeopardy theme song will come out. Gotcha. Um, also, for the bonus, once we read off that bonus to you, the Jeopardy theme song will come right out on you. Um, so, I'm ready. I'm ready. So, before we go there, uh, I just want to clarify uh, a couple of other things. Uh, we, us staff members of Review and Preview, we are not allowed to vote uh, on our NBA top 10 list. So just a little heads up there. So look at that. Why don't you pin that comment? There you go. Love no, it. No, 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 Love no, no, it. No, no, we're good. We're good. We still got time. Come on, guys. Come on, people. Vote for me. Come on. Come on. All right. So let's, uh, let's get started. I will uh, give you guys the magical wand, and you guys will uh, lead us through here on out. All right, so uh, James, I will start off by asking Tom the uh, the MLB questions. Uh, Do do you want to keep score? We'll keep score for each other, or do you want to? We'll keep. We'll both keep score. We'll both keep score, just in case. Um, If you would like, um, what I could do is I'll play the MLB song for you guys. Um, What I can also do, Fonz, if you would like, I can click your questions for you. Um, I I I got the question. We'll go with that. Um, Like Tom said, with the rules. Tom would ask you your five questions and your bonus. Russo has a chance to steal. Each of these questions are worth one point, and the bonus is two points, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one, so we're good on that one. So, Tom, before we get started, ask you your first question. James, take away the intro. Let's go. All right, guys, here we go with our five questions. Tom Scavetta, the host, the man himself, the man behind Review and Preview. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Oh, God, he's ready. All right, he's question ready. number one. This left-handed pitcher led the major leagues in victories with 148 from 2000 to 2009. Can you name him? Now you have some choices. All right, here's the first question. All right, the ticker. Is it A? Johan Santana. Is it B, Andy Pettit? Is it C, Roy Oswald? Or is it D, Pedro Martinez? This left-handed pitcher led the major leagues in victories with 148 from 2000 to 2009. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So by process of elimination, um, there's only really two choices here. Um, I am going to guess, and I am going to guess... Give me Johan Santana. Oh, that is not it. Russo, you have a chance. Would you like to take a crack at it? Of course. A multiple choice. I'd love to take a crack out of it. Uh, so it's not Johan. It's got to be Andy Pettit. It's got to be Andy Pettit. Ding, ding, ding. Russo has one point on the board stealing it here. Call him Jose Reyes. The correct answer is Andy Pettit. Nice. Tom, it's okay. Kyle's up one nothing. Here's question number two. All-star shortstop Jimmy Rollins played the entire decade of the 2000s with one major league team. Which team was that? Is it A, the Giants, 
B, the Red Sox, C, New York Yankees, or D, Philadelphia Phillies? D, Philadelphia. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. And look uh, at that. Tom has it there at, at one apiece here. Here we go. Question number three. In the 2000 World Series, also known as the Subway Series, what stadium did the Yankees win in? Oh, God. Which stadium did they win the clinching game to get the World Series title? Which stadium did the Yankees win in? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'll be honest. I don't really remember the Subway Series. I was only five or six at the time. Oh, that we were. Um, I think they won it. Two choices here. I'm going to go ahead and say – the Yankees won it in Shea Stadium. Oh, yep. bing, 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 bing. Tom gets it. We're at 2-1. Tom, look at that. It dawned on me last second. I don't know why it took me that long. It's all good. Question number four. In 2018, when Jacob deGrom won the Cy Young Award, what was his ERA? You have choices here. Is it A, two flat, B, one flat, C, 0.89, or D, 1.89? In 2018, when Jacob Degrom won the CY, when won the Cy Young mm-hmm. Award, what was his ERA? Uh, my answer is going to be D, 1.89. And bam, look at that, three to one. Tom, the takeover, taking it over early on. All right, question number five: Which switch hitting All Star played first base for the 2009 World Series champion New York Yankees? Which switch hitting all-star played first base for the 2009 World Series champion New York Yankees? No answer choices. Um, Sorry. First base. Well, was Giambi DH? Um, Oh, man. 2009 Yankees. Nick Johnson or uh, oh boy, um, All Star switch hitting first baseman. This is going to be a tough one for me. Tom, we're gonna um, need an answer in a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna need to uh, phone a friend. Hold on, I'm thinking. Uh, all right, hey, first base. I'm gonna take a guess and say uh, J- uh, J- Jason Giambi. Uh, Russo. Mark Deshera. Ah, sorry. Sorry. Listen, Tom. Hate that guy. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Listen, <laughs> Tom, the takeover leads three to two before we get to Russo's MLB questions. We're going to give you a bonus. Now, Russo does have a chance to steal this one. This is now worth two points. Shout Got out to it. James for making this bonus question. And here's the Jeopardy theme song. Oh. Who is the youngest MLB coach and what team does he coach? Tom is not Tom is not liking this bonus question. Russo has it. He doesn't want to say anything. Youngest MLB coach and what team does he coach? Um thinking. Uh oh, the song faded out, so I, I have to crack out a guess. Uh I'm gonna go ahead, take a guess, and say ugh, it's not Luis Rojas, is it? Incorrect. Kyle Russo. You have a chance to steal the bonus question. What is your answer? Rocco Baldelli of the Twins. Oh, man. And just like that, Russo takes over four to three. 
after the Tom round of the MLB questions. Now we're going to go to Kyle. Now, James, would you like to take over these questions? I'll take it from here, Fonz. Okay, as I will fix up the score sheet here just to remind everybody, Tom, to take over at three. Hold on. I want to pin a comment by my former housemate, Jake Bitkowski. David Wright was overrated. Pin that comment for us. Uh, I mean, that one should have never came back from retirement, Jake. Oh, God. Jake Jake and JC, thing one and thing two. Thank you very much for that. I'm going to give you both a like on your comment. Sorry. (laughs) Go on now. JC, I'm sorry if I let you down on the MLB questions. Russo. All right, James, you- just go ahead. Go with your MLB questions. I will All keep track right. of this. All righty. Russo, are you ready? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. All right. All right. Question one. Between the 2000 and 2009 season, Pedro Martinez had the lowest ERA, 3.01 among all major league starters who pitched at least a thousand innings. Which of these teams did not hit? Which of these teams did he not pitch for during that decade? Now, uh-huh. here's your choices. You have A, the Red Sox, B, the Mets, C, the Dodgers, or D, the Phillies? The Dodgers. And the correct answer is the Dodgers. Oh, look at that. Good job, Russo. All righty. Ready for question two? Yes. All righty. Here we go. Question two. In what game of the 2015 NLDS was Ruben Tejada taken out on a hard slide by Chase Utley? Now, you have choices for this one. Okay. A, game one. B, game six. C, game four. D, game two. I think, it was, I think it was early on in the series, too. Because then it was a drag for the rest. And so I'm going to have you a one or two. Give me two. Give me two. Two it is. Oh, Russo. I knew that one. Six to three. All righty. Ready oh, for record. question three, boys. Question three. Which Colorado Rocky shortstop holds off an unassisted triple play on April 29th 2007. You have choices for this one. Ready? It is A, Troy Tulawiski, B, Derek Jeter, C, Jose Reyes. Well, the Yankees fan is not Derek Jeter. Okay. It's got to be Troy Tulawiski. It is Troy Tulawiski. Those answer choices were way too easy, guys. Derek Jeter. I just realized I did not make that question. I apologize. I made I that question. I wanted to throw in a. I wanted to see who who would uh, get thrown off guard by that. Derek Jeter. We're, 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 we com- we combine some easy and hard ones, guys. Yeah. Don't worry. I, listen, I got some complicated ones for Russo, in particular. All right, so it's all right, Russo. Get the I'm easy ones out of the way. Appreciate it. Don't worry. All right. Question four, Russo. From. 2004 to 2009, three brothers with the last with the last name of Ma- Molina played catcher in the major leagues. Can you identify these siblings? You do not have choices. How about that? How do you like that for the hard question? Now enjoy yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Yadi, obviously, Yadi and Molina. Okay. 
Jose. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. It starts with a B. It starts with a B. Uh he was spelled weird too. Ah. Uh, Benji. Yeah. Look at that. That's yeah. correct. Russo on a solid nine. Nine to three. Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom, the takeover's not really taking over here. What is going on? <laughs> the record's really wrecking things. I know right. every answer choice gets correct. This one, I have a question for us. See how you get this one. Take it away. All righty, question five. The MLB debut a new award, all MLB teams, in 2019. Can you name one starting pitcher who made the all MLB second team? Now, you could, there's five, but you can only give you can give us one. We'll take one. Second team. So who's good but not good enough? How about that? Give me... Give me Zach Ranky. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. That's pretty good. That was impressive, actually. Those were the five pitchers that made the the new award all MLB teams. That was the second team pitching lineup. Really? Hinjin Ryu was second team. It wasn't uh-huh. 19 yeah. the season that he played unbelievable out of his mind. He was on the second team. I look, I double-checked it all. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I knew Charlie Morton was on there. His curveball was filthy last year. Now, the bonus question James came up with. James, right. James came up with this one for you. Russo, you're going to enjoy this one. <laughs> All right? I'm going to try to play the theme uh, Jeopardy at the same time. We'll see how that goes. All righty. Okay. In an 0-4 game, the Yanks lost their fifth consecutive home game to set a record for it. They lost 22-0, the largest margin of defeat, with a shutout since the AL began in... 1901. Who defeated them? Who defeated? Look at so confidently in that Derek Jeter question before. Now look at him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is that your final guess before we jump to Tom? <laughs> I'm guessing so, Tom. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to guess, and since you played Jeopardy, I will respond with what is Cleveland Indians? Well, how about that? That just is like correct, that. Tom. Tom jumps right to five. Right? Look at that. I think we just uh, lost uh, Russo for a second. He's going to rejoin here. Uh-huh. But as of now, Kyle is leading right now 10 to five. There we go. Not bad here. James, as, I read, as I read, Tom, the NFL questions, please update the score sheet. We're at 10 to five. Kyle, yep. the record versus Tom, the takeover. Can Tom take over the NFL section? Oh gosh, Let's get yeah. right into it. Are you ready, Tom? Yes. Okay, well, question number one. What season did Nike become the official uniform creator? You have choices. Is it A, 2013, B, 2012, C, 2010, or D, 2015, when Nike became the official creator of all 30, uh, 32 NFL teams? Uh, give me C, 2010. Russo, would you like to take a crack at this? Is it 2015? You both are wrong. It's 2012. Okay. Look at that. 
All right. Listen, that's when they begin with Reebok for a long time. 2012, they became with Nike, and they haven't changed since. Yeah. On um, this one, I wanted to ask you because I was curious to see. <laughs> Outside of Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, and Terrell Suggs, can you name another starter on that Ravens defense from Super Bowl XLV double I? Any, any other starter that was on that starting lineup counts for this one. Can you name Tony, another Tony Siragusa. Incorrect. Russo. He was there. This is the 2012 one. Oh, my God. The twenty. I should have clarified the twenty twelve. Oh God! The yeah, he threw me off with the Roman numerals, man. Uh, I do slightly apologize for that, but Russo, would you like to take a crack at this one? Also, Terrell Suggs did not start in two thousand. He was on the team in two thousand thirteen, two thousand three. Russo, I think he was on the team, and neither was that Reed. Actually, just Ray Lewis from that Super Bowl team from two thousand. Was Haloti Nada on the team at the time? Correct. Caruso's got it. Tom, I'm slightly apologizing for that. I should have put the Roman numerals, but Whatever. this is the answer. You could have put Haloti Nada, Makai Kimote, Arthur Jones, Courtney Upshaw, Danelle Elby, Courtney, Courtney Grant, Upshaw. Barry Williams, or Bernard Pollard. All right, we're going to – Tom, I'm going to make it up for you for this one, all right? No. What team drafted Michael Vick? Was it the Raiders, <laughs> Eagles, Browns, or Falcons? <laughs> oh, come on. D. Yeah. I was going to say no, but yes, you got it right there. Perfect. The mundo. <laughs> All right. Here. See, see, we got, we combined some easy ones, some tough ones here. All right. Question number four. What year did Steve Spagnola become the interim head coach for the New York football giants? You do not have a choice here. Just this, this was when Ben McAdoo got fired. So Spagnolo became the interim head coach of the New York football giants in the 2017 to 2018 season. Correct. The answer was 2017. So Tom gets one there. Tom's at a solid seven points, which is pretty good. Good job. All right. Here's another one. Who gave up the least amount of points during the 2000s? 2000 to 2009, the early part. Is it the Jets? Is it the Bills? Is it the Steelers? Or is it the Baltimore Ravens? C, Pittsburgh Steelers. Incorrect. Russo, would you, I'm sorry. Russo, would you like to try this out? Early 2000s. It's not the Steelers. The Ravens? You are, you are correct on that one. I have it written down here, but I just realized I mixed up the banners on the part. But the Ravens is the correct answer. Russo there at a solid 12 points. Yep. Tom? Question number six for you. Let me just get it over here. Can you name all six years the Patriots won the Super Bowl from 2000 to present? So, all right. I want to be very clear before I answer this question. Yes. Yes. If I name, like, for instance, they won the Super Bowl in 0405 when they beat the Eagles. Can I say that or do you want the actual year of the season? The year of the season, right, James? The year of the year of the season that it was. Okay. Like, say, yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. Ravens won in, in the they won Super Bowl in 2013, but it was for the 2012 season, the regular season. What Super Bowl was in 2013? So the regular season, that's when they were champions. Name the year of the regular season. Correct. Right. Okay. So 
in the regular season of 2001, they beat the Rams. Um, regular season of 2003, they beat the Carolina Panthers. Regular season of 2004, they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, all right. And then the other three were the Seahawks, Falcons, and Rams. So I'm going to go ahead and say um, the Seattle Seahawks were – oh, gosh. Here, let me start with the Rams because that was recent. That was the 2018 season. Correct. Uh-huh. Um, oh, God. The Atlanta Falcons, that was the 20. 20- 16 season you got your and so then um oh gosh uh the 2015 season they beat the seahawks uh the 20 oh god uh, I, the 2014 15 season sorry yeah no you, you got them yeah, that's what i 14. meant to say that's, yeah yeah i, I yeah. got confused because when you said, I'm like, oh, shoot, did I get that wrong? Yes, but you had it all right, correct. Tom, you were at a solid eight points there. This is question number seven. Yes, in the 2013 regular season, which team con- conceded the second most amount of points? The second. 2003? Yes, the 2003 regular season, just 2003. Is it the Giants, Redskins, Eagles, or the Dallas Cowboys? The second lowest Russo's confident over there. Let's see. Let's see what he. I mean, listen, Russo, get ready for your NFL questions, buddy. C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, ooh, apologize there, Russo. Do you have a shot at this? Do you think you know? I think I got it. Is it? Is it the Cowboys? And then just like that, you're at a solid 13 points. Correct answer is the Dallas Cowboys. It's okay. It's all right. Here we go. Tom, number eight. What was Victor Cruz's infinite dance when uh, scoring a touchdown? Was it the Cotton Eye Joe, the Soldier Boy, the Shanky Leg, or the Salsa? <laughs> That's a great question. That is a great question. Um, it's definitely the Salsa Dance, D. Oh, I just like that. Tom has a number nine right there. Perfecto Mundo. Okay. Beautiful question, guys. Beautiful. Question number nine. The Giants were playing what team when OBJ proposed to the kicking net? Proposed to it. He got down on one knee and gave a ring to the one. Remember that whole fiasco we had? Who? What? Oh, wait. Sorry. Tom, here's the choices for that. The Packers, Redskins, Ravens, or the Vikings? We're so happy about this. <laughs> Who were they playing? It was not Minnesota. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess. A, Green Bay. Russo, what is your guess on that one? That one was incorrect. It's the Ravens. Remember that unbelievable stop on the one-yard line that the Giants won the game on? Should have went with my gut. That was my my gut was saying, but... And Russo has 14 points. Yes, James. So, some interesting facts on that one. Um, 
on that past question with the choices. I believe most of the Packers, the Redskins, and the Vikings, OBJ did have some type of incident on the sidelines. Yeah, that's right. So that's why your choices were that those. <laughs> Last question before the bonus one. Which team finished the 2008 regular season with a dubious record of 0-16? Is it the Browns, Jets? Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like All right. All right. I'm at a solid 10 <laughs> points. It's 14 to 10. Kyle, the record here. Before we get to Kyle's NFL questions, we'll go to your bonus, Tom. You ready for this oh, one? Oh, gosh. How many teams won more than 100 total games during the 2000s decade, and who are they? And just to clarify, James, if I'm not mistaken, it's from 2000 to 2009. Correct. So can you name four, four teams? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yes. New England Patriots, mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Yep. Much. All right, look at that. And Tom with two. Two, count two. Two. Oh, two. It's getting good. 14, getting good. 14 to 12 here. Uh, James, did you update the score? Actually, no, I'll update it while you get to Kyle's NFL question. NFL. All righty. So just Russo. a reminder, everybody, it's at 14 to 12. Kyle Russo, the record. We're seeing to 12. I'm down. All right. Tom, Tom, Tom you, you did do a nice comeback towards the end of your NFL segment. So oh, you did really well. Be proud of that one. Kicking All right, man. Okay. Russo, Mr. Birth, birthday Boy. Ready? Yeah. All righty. Question number one. At the start of what season was the horse collar tackle banned? <laughs> now you have choices. You have choices on this one. All right. All right. You have A, 2015, B, 2001, C, 2004, or D, 2005. Horse collar tackle banned. Is it 05? That is. Correct. Oh, 05. 15 right. points for the record. All righty. Question two. Ready? Yeah. It's a long one. So, which newspaper began selling the book 19 and 0, the historical championship season of the New England's unbeatable Patriots? Weeks before Super Bowl, XLII had even begun. Well, it had to have been obviously a paper in Massachusetts. So the only one I know, the Boston Globe. Correct. Job. It had to be published by a place in Massachusetts. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I would hope it wouldn't be New York. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Question three, Rousseau. Name a wide receiver who has. Excuse me. Sorry. Name a wide receiver who was named to the 2014 All-Pro team first or second. We only need one. Only one. Okay. Um, One of the best receivers at the time, Des Bryant. That is correct. That is one of them. So you did your choices could have been Brown, Antonio Brown, Des Bryant, like Russo said, Julio Jones, Jordy Nelson, or Demarius Thomas. All righty. Question number four. Let's see, let's see how he gets this one. DeMarco Murray had a beast yeah, had a beast 2014 season with the Dallas Cowboys leading the league in rushing yards. How many yards did he have? You have choices. You have A, 1,845, 
B, 1,650, C, 1,120, or D, 1,989? Definitely wasn't C because that's not beast. And it's not D because I don't think he, he was close to 2,000, but I don't, think he, I don't think he was that close. Give me A. A, uh, A is the correct answer. Yeah. Nice 1,845. And most of the, the two games he played the Giants, I believe he had over 1,000 rushing yards. <laughs> I mean, 100 rushing yards. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Not 1,000. Probably 1,000. My mind added an extra zero. All Question five. What college did Bobby Wagner attend? You have choices. Okay. A, USC. B, Oregon State, C, Utah State, D, Kentucky. Kentucky. I don't know why I said it like that. I, I like how you said that. Hold on a second. Um, I don't think you went to a big name, so I don't think it's USC, but give me, give me Oregon State. Why not? Uh, Tom, would you C, like to Utah State. Oh, Tom didn't even Tom is correct. Tom just, poof. Alrighty. Russo, was on my fantasy team one year. Question six. Who who all right? Who led the league in passing yards in twenty nineteen? You have choices for this one. Yeah. A Drew Brees. B Tom Brady. James C, James Winston. Can you let him finish? All righty. <laughs> all right. The next time you're not getting choices if there yeah, is really? correct. James Winston. I wanted to make it clear, but as soon as I saw the choice, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. All righty. Let's go uh, to your question. I'm at 19 right now. Question seven. Marcus Peters played for the Rams and Ravens last season, but he did play for one other team prior. What team was that? Now, I don't know if I should show you the choices since you cut me off. But no, I, know, I, know, I know Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Come on. All righty. That was a question. That was so much easier. That, was, that is solid 20. All righty. Question eight. Yep. Ready? Who was the first overall selection in 2014? No choices. No. <laughs> no. no. You just ripped the two other ones. So, no. It actually doesn't have any choices. Yeah. 2014. 2014. That man is currently unsigned, Jadavian Clowney. Damn it, man. How does he know this? I Correct. Throwing a bunch of them off. Russo, are you cheating or something? You, you, you I'm not cheating. That before? Okay. Some of them have been easy. Some of them have been just blindsided guesses. All righty. Question nine. Terrell Owens played for the 49, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Bengals, and what other team? You don't have choices. I saw this this morning, actually. I believe it was on the score of Bleacher Report. It was on one of their Instagram pages. Terrell Owens played with Marshawn Lynch in 2009 for the Buffalo Bills. Come on! Wow. I'm not even joking. I saw it this morning. This is... Oh, my God. All righty. It was on one of them. You could check it right now. It was on a sports page. I think it was the score. I believe you. All right, question 10. In... The 2007 Pro Bowl, Terrell Owens and this other wide receiver started for the NFC. Who was it? You have choices. The starter. The, the starter. starter. All right. Your choices are 
Isaiah Bruce, Bobby Ingram, Larry Fitzgerald, or D. Aquan Bolden. It's not Isaac Bruce because this was when he was older. Um, Anquan was good at the time, but I don't think it was him. And then I think 08 was the year that the Cardinals played the Steelers. So give me Larry Fitzgerald. Damn, man. He's good. Larry Fitzgerald. It's good. This kid is good. Oh, my Alrighty. goodness. Here's your bonus one, buddy. Here's your bonus. I mean. <laughs> Here's your bonus, buddy. Let's see if you can do this. All righty. Name a Jet player who has his number retired. No choices. Joe Namath? I mean, Joe Namath, guys. I mean, come on. Come Joe Namath. Come on. Here we are. Joe Klecko, man. Yeah, we would have rather preferred Joe Klecko, but I mean, you know, yeah. that's just us. All right, let me get to that. We're at, we're at 25 now for Russo, showing off here. Tom, according to my thing, uh, 25 to 13. What are we up to now on here? Yep. What is Tom is 13 as well. Tom is 13. Okay. So, James, as you update it, Tom, I think I got confidence in you with these NBA questions. All right. I think oh, you're going to. All right. You good? You ready? Yeah. Yep. All right. Question number one Who are the league in scoring during the 2006 2007 season? You got some choices here. Was it Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Vince Carter, or Hibachi Gilbert Arenas? <laughs> Who led the NBA in scoring during the 06 07 season? All right. Um, I believe that was the year that Cavs went to the finals. So give me LeBron. No, incorrect. Damn it. I knew it was him. For all our listeners, if you were really paying attention, I said it earlier. 2006 was the year Kobe Bryant, who led the league in scoring, should have won the MVP oh, over Steve Nash. Kobe that was Bryant. your, that was your answer. Okay, yeah. I, just to, I, I wasn't sure. All right. It's all right, Tom. It's all right. It's okay. We're good. Shake it off, Tom. Shake it off. Tom, I need you to focus on this. Taylor, one, right? Taylor Swift. This, this, <laughs> this is now I wanted to write this one because I love this team and I wanted to ask you this question. Yeah, okay. The Mavericks starting lineup had Dirk Nowitzki, Jason Kidd, Sean Marion, and Tyson Chandler in the starting lineup for all six games. Now, J.J. Barea started in the final three games. And remember, famously, couldn't, was LeBron James was afraid to post him up. But for the first two games, he wasn't the starter. Who replaced? Who did J.J. Barea replace? Now you got some choices here. Was it A, Deshaun Stevenson, B, Karan Butler, C, Brian Cardinal, or D, Jason Terry? It was not Brian Cardinal. It was not Karan Butler. Um, I'm going to say it was A, the Sean Stevenson. Correct answer, the Sean Stevenson. One of my favorite NBA Finals teams to watch, the uh, 11 Mavericks, was incredible. I had to throw a shot at you, Russo, because LeBron was afraid to post up J.J. Bray in that Finals. You know it. We all know it. I love okay. watching LeBron lose. <laughs> all right, Tom, who was the 10th pick in the 2015 NBA draft? Now you got some choices here. God. Was it Jalen Brown? Was it Don Maker? Was it Denzel Valentine or was it Buddy Heald? All right. Well, Heald was still in college then, and so was Denzel. Uh, B, Thon Maker. Yes, it was. It was Thon Maker. It was. I had to double check here because I made a mistake on it, but it was It was uh, Thon Maker, yes. So apologies about that one here. So Thon, let me just write that down. Sorry. I had to double check for a second. I'm like, wait, no, I made a mistake. But yes. 
Thon Maker is the right one. All right, question number four. Who won the 06 NBA Finals? Who won the 2006 NBA Finals? Yes. That would be Kyle Russo's Miami Heat. And just like that, the takeover Tom's coming back. Yeah. All right, correct answer. Obviously, Miami Heat fills in. No. Question number five. Which of these played a game during the 2009-2010 regular season? Here are your choices. You got Blake Griffin, Yao Ming, Francisco Garcia, or Bruce Bowen? <laughs> this was James on this one. Shout out, James, for this question. Gosh, well, I believe Blake Griffin was hurt his whole first year, and I don't think it was Yao Ming. Um and I believe Bruce Bowen was off the Spurs by that point. I don't know if he played a game after that. So I'm going to go ahead and guess C, Francisco Garcia. And just like that, Tom is taking over and he's back here. Tom, I love your process of elimination with these questions, man. It's really good. I like that. Great right. strategy. Question number six. This one was an interesting one. Five players were named to the All-Star Game for the first time ever in their career in 2019. Those players were Chris Middleton, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic, and Nikola Jokic. There was a fifth player. Who was that fifth player? Now you got some choices. Was it Victor Oladipo, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, or C.J. McCollum? Now it's their first ever All-Star selection. Who was it? I'm talking about last year, right? Uh, 2019, yes. Not the one that just passed. Yeah, 20, the 2019 NBA All-Star game, I, be, I don't know where it was exactly, but yes, the 2019, who was the first-time All-Star with those names mentioned? Um, well, McCollum has never made one. Um, I believe B, D'Angelo Russell. And just like that, Tom is taking over. He is back. I remember, I remember that, too. Um, he replaced a Victor Oladipo, too. A road replacement, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's what it was. Question number seven, and I'm scrolling down here. I've made a mistake. By okay. Who won the league MVP for the 2017-2018 season? Your choices. Anthony Davis. LeBron James. James. LeBron James. James Harden. Kevin Durant. Sorry. I got the Jameses confused for a second. Um, who won the league MVP award in the 2017, 2018 season? Hmm. So, Oh God. Give me. Give me James Harden. See. Booyah. There we go, Tom. Good job, Tom. Here we go. Question number eight. One more away from the big 2-0. How much money did the Brooklyn Nets sign Kevin Durant for? Now, you got a couple of choices here, right? $100 million, $200 million, $164 million, $180 million. Uh, it was not 200 That's too high. 100 is too low. So it's between C and D. Um, and it was a four-year deal. I'm going to guess and say C, $164 million. And just yep. like that, Tom, the takeover is at a solid 20 right here. Loving this. Okay, so. Now, question number nine, who won the NBA Defensive Player of the Year Award? I meant to put player, not players, player award for 2017. Now, that's for the 2016-17 season, just to clarify. Is it A, Rudy Gobert, B, Russell Westbrook, C, Draymond Green, or D, Marcus Saul? 
defensive player of the year for uh, the 16-17 season. Correct. Um, gosh, I know it's been Gobert the last couple of years, but I don't know if he's been it for three years in a row already. I, I don't, I believe he's been the last two. The question was who was before that. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to take a guess and say Draymond Green, C. And Tom, that guess worked out in your favor. Draymond Green won Defensive Player of the Year in 2017. All right. This is the last. This is the, I just realized this is the last What's the one. score? What's the score? Uh, okay, so, Tom, you're at 21. One, two, two, okay, so Kyle, five, 10, 15, 20, 20. 26 for Russo, 21 for you, Tom. Here's okay. question number 10. Name all of the NBA teams LeBron James played for and is currently playing for. Come on, guys. Cleveland Cavaliers. Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers. And just to clarify, you also played for the Cavaliers twice, but we, this yeah. is where we're going to go for that too. Uh, like we said, we didn't want to do easiest all the way up to hard. We're going back and forth all the back way. Back and forth, mix it up. Right? Yeah. Don't worry, but listen, don't worry about it, Russo, all right? Monty, so Tom with 22 right here. I'm keeping an eye on you. All right, bonus time. <laughs> How many seats are in the Staples Center during an NBA game? For an NBA game, how many seats can you use? Now, choices here. 20,000, 18,000, 19,067, or 19,000? The third one is 19,067, right? Correct. How many many seats are in the Staples Center during an NBA game? Give me answer choice C. Tom, the takeover at a solid 24. Russo at a 26. Congratulations on that one. 19,067. All right, guys. So some fun facts on that one. Um, I believe with any other sporting event, it could hold up to 20,000 seats. That is that is one heck of a fun fact. All right, so I'm just typing it in here. Uh, Russo would do 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 26, 5, 10, 15, 20, 24. Tom is, oh, not 14, 24 here, the takeover time. that score. Beautiful. Getting tight, getting tight, boys. You ready, Russo? God, you got the edge. You ready? Listen, you're, you're like, <laughs> I, I, gave, I gave you a couple ones, some good ones, some a little, uh, some ones that are out there. Shout out to me and James for getting that one. So, James, yep. would you like to just want to double check? Correct. This is the one. Here you go, James. All righty. Question F- one, Ruto. How many times was DeAndre Jordan named an all-star? You have choices. Okay. You have A, zero, B, three, C, one, or D, two. <sighs> Never a score, but back in the early 2010s, oh. the dominant force. Give me, give me one time. Give me one time. One time is that your final answer? Yeah, one. Correct answer is one. Do we know the year on that? By the way, was I right with the early 2010s? Uh, it was actually 2017. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you were right. close. You were close. You were close. Russo had a solid 27. Question two. 
Kentucky had the record for the, for the most selections in the 2015 NBA draft. How many players were selected? Do you have choices? A, six, B, four, C, seven, or D, five? the record so i don't think it's four because duke has had more than that so give me give me six correct answer is six now not now side note do you and do you can you name any of the six players it's not part of it but you know it's an interesting list of the six players uh so i know towns and booker obviously mm-hmm. uh, trey lyles i believe mm-hmm. um Oh man, that Kentucky team was so good too. They lost. Exactly. Uh, it was so good. They went undefeated right until like the last the game up in yeah. the championship. Their mm-hmm. last win was their last win of the season was against Notre Dame in the Elite Eight. And Wisconsin beat them, I believe, too. Uh, Frank Kaminsky. Yep, Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker, those boys. Uh, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Well, it was uh, Coley Stein, Andrew oh. Harrison, and Dakari Johnson. Techn- yeah, that's correct. They technically could- they had seven people go in the draft. They uh, did. Twin brother Aaron, but he did not get drafted. That could have been the record for most players, but six uh, ties it with a bunch of other teams, too. That was so. good. Six participants there. Russo, you are at 27. 27. All right, question three. Anthony Davis was traded to the L.A. Lakers this past offseason for Brandon Ingram, Lorenzo Ball, and another player. What was that player? Josh Hart. Josh Hart is correct. Damn. That was easy. Yeah. All right. Ready for number four? If you think that was easy, Russo. Here we go. <laughs> number four. Oh God. Mookie Baylock played for which team in 2002? You have choices, Russo. Oh, thank God. Well, all right. You don't want him. I can take him away. <laughs> <laughs> A. The Heat. B. The Lakers. C. The Knicks. Or D. The Warriors. I'm going to eliminate my Heat because I, I, I would remember that. <sighs> Lakers, you would have heard about him if it was 2002 because that would have been on the championship team. So those two are eliminated. Um, God, it's Warriors. Give me, give me Warriors. Correct answer is Warriors. God, I knew that. So hey, just we- to double check to 28, if I'm not mistaken. That does right? sound correct. Yep. 20, I'll do a calculation uh, after. Yeah, I get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just one double check here. We need any second source here. Twenty-eight is that the correct one? Twenty-eight. Oh, twenty-eight is correct. Okay, go. Oh God. All right. <laughs> okay. Always good to double check, guys. Exactly. Right. Always good Question for that. five. Which of the following was not an all-star in two thousand in the two thousand six two thousand seven season? You have choices. Okay. A. Chris. 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 Bosch, wow. B, LeBron James. C, and Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker. And D, Kobe Bryant. Antoine Walker. And the answer is C, Antoine Walker, correct? Just like that, he's at number 29. 29. Is LeBron with the Cavs, Kobe with the Lakers. Yeah. Already. You need the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. guys. Question six. What season did Jeremy Lin play for the Knicks? 
Jeremy Lin. You're not getting choices for this one. Yeah, yeah. no, I figured that would be. <laughs> Uh, so do I, so when I give you the season, I obviously have to give you two years, right? Yeah, the two, the two years. Yeah, I should clarify. Yep. Clarifying. Oh man, this was all in the papers for like a whole three weeks. Uh, oh, were so damn. Oh, that's what they were so good. That was the height of my fandom. Oh my gosh, Fonz, you can't be sharing Fonz. I know the answer. Please. Is it? It's not 2010, 2011, 2012. Damn. Is that 30? It wasn't 2013, and it wasn't. I knew it was right there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 30 points for Russo. Correct, James, just to double check 30 for Russo, and 5, 10, 15, 20, 24 for Tom. Yep. Now, if Russo, Russo has to miss the next couple of ones, Tom has to steal them. We'll see what happens here with this one. Question we'll number seven. Happens. Question seven. Here we go. How many points per game did LeBron James average in his rookie year of 2003 and 2004? Oh, you have choices. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say. I was going to be a... A, 25. B, 32. <laughs> C, 21. D, 20.9. Uh, get rid of A and B. Those are way, 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 way too high for a rookie. Um, twenty-one to twenty point nine. Give me the dumb number. Give me twenty point nine. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, give me that one. That was the only one with a little decimal at the end. Alrighty. Question eight. Kawhi Leonard. And this other player were traded to the Raptors for DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, Yaka Pauly. Just wanted to get that out of the That was going to be a tough one. Sorry. Thank you, Fonz. No, you're good. Who was that other player? You don't have choices. Yeah. Um, so the Spurs, the Raptors. Who came over with Kawhi? God, I know the name too. Danny Green. Oh my God! How the heck did he know this? Because that, that was that that wasn't a hard one. That wasn't a hard one. I just couldn't. I had to put a face to a name. Uh huh. North Babylon product, Long Island. Yep. All righty. Question nine, Russo. What team drafted Kawhi Leonard in? <laughs> 2011. You finish. It's the. I'm sorry. Who was it? It was the Pacers. They drafted him with the 15th overall pick, I believe. Well, here's your choices: the Spurs, Nets, Pacers, Clippers. Yeah. And there's your answer: the Pacers. Sorry. It's okay. 33 points for Russo. Tom, it looks like you're out of the running here, but we're going to play along with the 10 and the bonus question just for fun here, and then we'll do our tiebreakers. We have some time here just to share the tiebreaker. All righty, question 10. What school did Andre Drummond attend? You have choices, unless you know it before I read the choices, do you? I do know, but I'm going to let you read the choices. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) A, St. John's, B, UConn, C, Florida, or D, Minnesota? UConn. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Is this the year when he played with? Is this the Kemba years or no? After. After. 
He only played one year at UConn. Got Fun you. fact, Andre Drummond lives, well, was born 20 minutes away from me up in Mount Vernon, New York. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I yeah. That's a fun fact. That's another fun fact Friday for Tom. I like him, Tom. Keep him rolling. All righty. Russo, you ready for your bonus? You think you can break the 35-point mark here with this yeah. one? All right. Let's see if you can, Tom, Fonz and Tom. Name the entire 2004 oh. Detroit Pistons starting lineup. Oh, hold on. Wait. I would assume I don't have choices. I would assume that. Hell no. (laughs) You got the Wallace brothers, Ben and Rashid. You have Rip Hamilton. You have Chauncey Billups. God, who's the... Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my... I know this, too. Oh, my... Mm. All right, Russo. If we were playing Jeopardy, that would are those your final answers? Because I can't, I can't think of the fifth guy. All right, Tom, Tayshawn Prince. We're so, so we're gonna give you the we're gonna give you the two on that one. Tom gets two on that one, and here they are. All right, the score looks more respectable now. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 26 for Tom, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 34 for Russo. So at the final score, Russo to 34, Tom to 26. Kyle, the record, Russo is your official champion here. But just because we have, what, we have a little bit of time. You want to show them the, uh, let's yeah, show them the bonus questions, okay? Yeah, let's now, show them the tiebreakers. Okay, tiebreaker questions. Uh, we're just going to talk back and forth. This is the first one we had two, just in case. Figured an easy tiebreaker and a harder tiebreaker with more of a list. Here was the first one. What player during the NBA lockout almost signed with the Cowboys? LeBron. Again, let me finish the quote. I'm just kidding. You're good. You got that one. <laughs> so here, here was the bigger tiebreaker. Now, it didn't fit the whole character, so I was going to explain. Name the NBA Rookie of the Year award winners from 2010 to 2019. Oh, So – Obviously, so we're going to start here. The first one, who won it for the 2009-10 NBA season and then therefore after? The, you know what I'm saying? You who goes? Either, you either of us? You could, yeah, I mean, Tom, we'll go with we you. Can we can work could, through this together if we want. Uh, we was, Steph, was Steph Curry the first one? It's Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. Yeah, Tyreek um, Evans was surprisingly the rookie of the year for 2010, which is damn. crazy looking back on it. That's nuts. Um, Kyrie A.D. You're missing one. Uh, what year? What year were we missing? 2011. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Yep. Congratulations. Um, Damian Lillard. He was uh, he was 13. Michael Carter-Williams. Michael Carter-Williams. Who was 12? Who was 12? 12. Ky- Kyrie was 12. Yeah, okay. You guys is okay. So, yeah, 12. Kyrie, Kyrie Dame. Damian Lillard wanted over... Anthony Davis, which is crazy. Yeah. MCW. 14 was MCW, correct. Andrew Wiggins was next. Mm-hmm. Cat was next. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon was 17. 18 <laughs> was Ben Simmons and was 2019. Luka Doncic. Yeah, now obviously I couldn't fit Luka Doncic, yeah. but I would have said it after. So this, nice. been, this was the whole thing. So that was kind of more... It's fun. I enjoyed it. This was a good trivia. We got to do more of these too. Russo, good game, first. Russo. We're gonna give you your here. You're gonna get a 60 second speech because we got time. Just go. Yeah, just go. go ahead. I'd like to thank my parents. You know, 
without the birth of me 20 years to the day, I would not be able to be crowned victor of uh, review and preview trivia at Sports Night, boys. Um, very proud of this moment. We got 10 minutes left, uh, eight minutes left in the show. Uh, had a great time tonight, guys. I appreciate all the birthday wishes um, from you guys. Love you guys. Um, it was a really good game, guys. Really good questions. A lot of fun I had. Um, and I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are giving Tom specifically. You guys are giving me a lot of opportunities. Uh, Tom, I think I've been a member of Review and Preview now. Um, what is it? Since the beginning of 2018. February 22nd, 2018 was your first show. Yeah, I've been with the show now over two years, guys. So um, this, I, I love this show, guys. I love this show. Uh, I love you guys, all you guys, um, the fans, the followers, everybody uh, showing love and support for all of us, not just myself, but uh, can't appreciate you guys enough. And uh, it's fun trivia, guys. Fun trivia, as always. Happy birthday, Kyle. And you are officially declared by us the winner of the first ever review and preview uh, trivia uh, challenge. I, I'd like to think we could do another one of these another time. Uh, we could do these every periodically so often, uh, maybe once every few months or something. Um, yeah, this was, a, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for the fans for commenting tonight. And... Um, commenting who you think we should win. I know we had a few votes. We had uh, Andrew Scarpacci had a vote. Tommy Mack had a vote. And then I think somebody voted for Kyle as well. Um, that was Andrew, I think. No. Oh, yeah. he. That's right. He voted for Kyle. I got Tom. We're going to have this up tomorrow. So make sure you guys vote um, for who you think had the best top 10. The engagement was good tonight. And uh, – this trivia was really fun. I know we had a lot of interaction with our top tens. I know I will not be on the show next week. So Kyle Fons and James, you guys will be here on the show. I believe we are going to talk about, uh, we're going to rank the best NBA championship team since the year 2000. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You guys are going to have, you guys are going to have a lot of fun with that. Um, also guys ask us in the comment section, DM us on social media, which teams you'd like for us to talk about um also uh again happy one year to funds quick shout out to um alec walt and george zayas um i know alec walt was big for us tonight um obviously you know he always shares our podcasts and stuff in our in our groups we are now a member of the sports group as well and in addition to um the sports lounge and whatnot and um george zayas also helping us set up the create the creator studio Sending us some good videos, James. And yep. George Zayas has definitely been a, a big part of the show behind the scenes, helping us out. Took took about an hour out of his day today to help us out. Any final thoughts, guys? Good show. A lot of fun. Uh, first time using stream. We heard more with like a bunch of details in the back. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I always have fun talking some sports with you guys, having some rankings. You know, we're getting closer to sports somewhat in person. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to do some rankings and talking back and forth. Hopefully this time next week we'll maybe get some baseball progress or something. We didn't even get to that today. Yeah, that would be nice. I know they're talking about now. Uh, what was the game uh, amount they offered, Kyle? Was it 89, 86? I think it was 78. I'm 78, almost. something like that. They yeah. keep fluctuating with the number. And the thing is, like, the, co- the commissioner, Manfred, is like, oh, we have a date now. Uh, baseball will be returning on July 10th, they say. It's not but- 
or starting, I should say, but they, they don't, they don't have a plan. Like there, there, there's no set in stone plan, which concerns me. I'm still not a hundred percent certain that baseball is going to happen. Um, I think, I think the deal specifically, the proposal would be uh, 78 games and the players would receive 80% of their prorated salaries. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, M- NBA starting hockey, starting back up uh, the MLB. It's uh, definitely going to be interesting how that comes down. Uh, also, by the way, our podcast will be up tonight. You can uh, watch our podcast, subscribe, like us on anchor.fm slash review and preview. You could also uh, subscribe to us on the podcasting app. Give us a nice thumbs up, uh, like our podcast, share this on Facebook live. We will be back to our normal time next week, eight to 10 PM on facebook live again happy birthday kyle russo congrats on winning trivia we hope this uh made your day the big uh yeah i won't i won't announce your age on the show but uh hey shout out tommy mack the big 2-0 no longer a teenager boys yep. mm. big 2-0 that's right and funds uh shout out to you as well you've been on the show for a year a quick wow. year um and by the way john Suggs, my daniel jones jersey is still on fyi uh and and james again thank you for setting everything up tonight a big help as always on behalf of james montefusco fons the falco and kyle russo i'm your host tom scavetta saying so long and we'll see you all next week you've been watching review and preview here on facebook live good night everyone